RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. It's Wednesday, so that means it's a solo edition. I've got quite a bit of things to discuss today. Man, this first story really drives home the grift of the pharmaceutical industry Are you a person who takes antidepressants, SSRI, medication? If you are, you're going to want to hear this. We're going to be talking about the Steve Bannon show trial. We'll be talking about Hunter Biden. Who wouldn't? We're talking about how Republican, America first, MAGA candidates are crushing it all across America. And the Democrats continue to sink. The deep state will not prevail. Denise, I see they have yet to choose a prime minister in the UK. Man, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. It's been a trying couple of weeks. Very, very trying. But do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, guys, and I've got a special message for you from today's sponsor. Thank you very much, everyone, for being here, and we're going to get right into it because I think this story is extremely important. Now, I've made no, uh, I guess, illusions to you guys in the audience that I live in as much of a healthy and natural way as I can. I try not to take drugs, Uh, certainly don't take many prescription drugs, but, you know, there's a couple of things at my advanced age that I have to go ahead and keep up with, but depressants, and excuse me, antidepressants are not one of them. I will tell you a personal story. Years ago, uh, right after my daughter was born and uh, my relationship had fallen apart, her mother was no longer in the picture, it was a very, very difficult time. And I was super depressed, you know, I didn't know how I was going to survive as a single dad in my early 20s, you know, trying to go to school, trying to just live my life. I was barely out of high school, and now suddenly I was responsible for the life of another person, and I didn't have anyone to help me. It was really difficult. Well, uh, I went to my doctor, and she put me on antidepressants. Well, long story short, none of them worked. Uh, It might have dumbed down my emotional response for a little bit. I wasn't crying anymore, uh, but I really wasn't feeling much of anything at all. I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad, but I knew that there was something wrong still. And so she tried to move me around to different types of antidepressants. I think I started out on Prozac. uh, Then she moved me to Lexapro. 
uh, also had me on Wellbutrin, I think, at the same time as Lexapro, and then eventually uh, settled on Effexor. Uh, and Effexor was the last antidepressant that I took. Now, I will tell you this. When I was on Effexor, uh, it was... I don't know where that is coming from. It was not a pleasant experience for me. Um, when you first start taking Effexor, it almost makes you feel as if you're on drugs, like like uh, some type of psychotropic, um, like LSD or something like that. You know, myself, and I've spoken with other people, you see things, you hear things, uh, you have the inability to filter yourself. So I said things that I did not even mean to say. It was like my internal dialogue was just coming out of my mouth, and it was embarrassing sometimes. I didn't like it. I did not like the way that I felt when I was on Effexor. But I'll tell you what was 10 times worse. That was coming off of Effexor, okay? Because Effexor affects not only your serotonin levels, but also your dopamine, and there's another one, another very important one. Um, I can't remember what it is, but... So anyways, so my brain and my body were flooded with this increase in all of these different uh, brain chemicals that regulate mood, or so they thought, and it did not help the situation. I was unable to pull myself out of that hole, uh, and so at a certain point, I stopped taking Effexor, and the really crazy part about it is I didn't even really want to stop taking it because when I tried to stop taking it before, I started going through incredibly horrible withdrawals. The withdrawals from stopping taking effects are, it was like I was losing my mind and I thought I was going to definitely go crazy and, and you know, I, I thought I wanted to end it. I'll be real honest with you at that time because it was the most horrible thing I'd ever experienced. And then uh, I lost my insurance and I had to stop taking it. And when I had to stop taking it, there was no going back. I could not leave my house for weeks on end. I couldn't leave my bed for weeks on end. And the process of regaining myself once I was no longer on these antidepressants was a real challenge. So this is the thing. They have more people on antidepressants today than they have ever before. And ever since the advent of antidepressants, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, they have put more and more people on them. I don't think that I needed to go on antidepressants. I think I needed someone to talk to. I think I needed some life coaching. I think I needed someone to show me what I needed to do to be able to balance all of these things. But that's part of the grift for them. They want you to be overwhelmed. They want you to be depressed. They want you to feel as if there is no hope, and the only hope is to take this one little pill. The only problem is once you start taking those pills, you cannot stop taking those pills, because who has weeks to go from taking a, a prescription drug every day to suddenly having to be completely debilitated and have somebody else take care of your life? Not many people have that ability. Not many people have the opportunity to go take a couple of weeks and regulate their body to back to a normal level. And in that case, you see a lot of people doing crazy things. People go off their medication, and you hear it all the time. Oh, he's off his medication. He's losing it. People that take serotonin reuptake inhibitors, they end up becoming school shooters. They end up becoming mass killers. This is about mind control, and it's about 
the pharmaceutical control of your wallet. That's what this is about, because there is a brand new study that's just been revealed, and it shows what I've been saying for a long time, (laughs) that antidepressants are unnecessary. And even more specifically, depression is not caused by your serotonin levels. They have been telling people for decades that SSRIs cure depression because they increase your body's ability to maintain that serotonin level. But they don't tell you about all the people who kill themselves while they're on it because they feel hopeless and they know that something is wrong. It's like your soul dies. There's something missing inside of you. But you know you can't stop taking those pills. So you just got to keep moving, keep moving forward. I'll tell you what I discovered throughout all of this. And I've said this before, some people may disagree with me, but life is difficult. It's not easy to be an adult. It's not easy to be responsible. It's not easy to have people rely on you. It's not easy to balance balance all of the things that you have to balance in your life. But it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be a free ride. It's not meant to be smooth sailing. Because all of those things that you have to overcome in your life build your character. They help you to become a strong and productive member of society. And the sooner you learn that, the sooner you recognize that life is lemons and you have to make lemonade, the easier it becomes. But we live in this fake world. We live in a world obsessed with looks, obsessed with these fake Instagram models, obsessed with celebrity. People look at the television, they look at social media, and they say, why isn't my life like that? Why am I not living my best life like these people? I want that. I want what they have. But those people don't have that. No one has that. We know what's going on in Hollywood. We know these people may be pretty and cut and dyed on the outside, but behind closed doors, they're being forced onto their knees. Behind closed doors, they are forced to engage in some of the most horrific ritualistic abuse you can possibly imagine. It's all a lie. It's fake. Every single part of it is fake. I'll tell you what you need. You need family. You need God. You need community. And you need your liberty. You need the freedom to be a productive member of society. You don't need to be leeching off of anybody else. You don't need to be lusting after anybody else. You don't need to be envious or jealous of anybody else. God is going to give you exactly what you need. Okay? You just have to make the most of what you're given. And I guarantee you, When you stop obsessing about what other people have and start being thankful, being grateful for what you have and what God has given you, because I guarantee you somebody else is going to have it worse than you. We are born Americans in the most beautiful, populated country on the face of the planet. The people of America are the most wonderful people ever, and maybe I'm biased because I'm here. (laughs) Because I'm from here. We have a system of government, in theory, that should be the best in the world. But those evil bastards have taken over. 
They rob, they cheat, they steal, they run the markets. They know all of the ins and outs. They are given the upper hand. The elites are handed life on a silver platter. But what the hell did they have to do to get there? Just imagine. I am happy to be a modestly employed podcaster, pouring my heart out to you guys, living every day to expose the corruption and the evil of the people of this world, the elites of this world. Pharmaceutical companies want your money. If you think they didn't know that giving people selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, giving them psychotropic medication, putting them on these drugs, if you think for a moment that they didn't realize they were going to be turning people into addicts, then you're ignorant or perhaps you just haven't learned the truth yet. This is just like what Purdue Pharmaceuticals did with OxyContin. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that by giving people this very potent pain medicine for just general average everyday stuff, they knew they were going to be creating addicts. They knew that people were going to develop tolerances. People develop tolerances to selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors as well. Hello, guys. Thanks for being here. They turned America into a nation of addicts so that they can control us, so that they could siphon every last bit of our wealth off, and so that we couldn't be successful. They destroyed the American family. They turned people into zombies. We got millions of people in America, all over the world, probably hundreds of millions, taking these medications, completely addicted, unable to stop, and completely ignorant to the fact that they don't need them. Now, of course, I'm not telling anybody to stop taking your depression medication, because when you do, you're going to go through what I did when I quit taking Effexor. The, the air conditioning was working for a little bit, but now it's definitely not working. <sighs> Don't just stop taking your depression medicine, guys. Talk to your doctor, okay? So the University College of London have argued that there is no convincing evidence that depression is caused by an imbalance of serotonin. In this study that they have just published... Uh, they say that everything they thought they knew has been turned upside down. The lead author of the paper is a psychiatrist. Who here has been told by their doctor that they have a chemical imbalance? That's pure laziness for your doctor to say that. Okay? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people here have been to therapy too. I would say that you get more out of therapy than you get out of taking depression medication. And then on top of that, you have all of the side effects of taking those antidepressant medications. You have severe withdrawal when you, take, when you stop taking them, but you can't stop. You can't stop, and that's exactly what they did. It's exactly the design of why they did it. Look at this. Prescriptions for antidepressants among teens have risen by a quarter in England in 2020 compared to 2016. Look at that. We've got almost 400,000, 375,000 young people in England on antidepressants. What do you think that does to you? You start taking antidepressants at that very young age. Your brain is developing. 
What are the long-term effects? Well, we have people who are absolute psychopaths running the country. Uh, we have the TikTok culture that you see all over today, espoused by the left. Things are bad right now, and pharmaceutical companies are to blame for many, many different aspects of it. One in six British adults, that's about 13% of Americans, take antidepressants. Uh, that's there's, It's a lot of people. So you've got Prozac, Cipramil, Lustral. I've never even heard of two of those. Never heard of those. Prozac, definitely. We can safely say that after a vast amount of research conducted over several decades, several decades, this is not like they just did it last year, there is no convincing evidence depression is caused by serotonin abnormalities, particularly by lower levels or reduced activity of serotonin. We do not understand why antidepressants are doing in the brain exactly. We don't understand what antidepressants are doing in the brain exactly. I thought that drug companies were supposed to test this stuff before they pushed it out to the population. Well, that's the ideal scenario. <laughs> but you know what happens? The drug companies, they have meetings. They say, what market can we get into? And then they start developing for that. They find a novel compound or a molecule. They see that it might work a little bit in one way. They think it will do one thing or another. Then they produce their own research study. And they take that research to whatever the governing body is that approves that medication for distribution. I mean, look at what happened with COVID-19 and the vaccines, the jabs, not even really vaccines. They have been lying to everyone, you guys. They've been lying to everybody, and it's not just antidepressants, okay? Uh, allopathic medicine, in my opinion is a big grift, gigantic grift. And I really, really think that if you are one of these people who have been put on antidepressants or any of these medications by your doctor, talk to your doctor about this study because this is extremely important. All right. Next, I want to transition to a story that, oh, that's the wrong one. That's the correct one. Okay. So, in the last 24 hours, uh, this story by Kanakoa from his Substack has just gone viral, finally. Now, this is in regards to a text from Hunter Biden to Haley Biden, and we spoke about it initially when it first came out, but I haven't covered it again since then because I feel like I, I want to cover new stuff. So, let's take a look. Yesterday, uh, Kanakoa put it out. He said, what am I going to have to do to make this viral? General Flynn shared it, and then boom, everybody. Everybody started sharing it everywhere. But this is from December 14th, 2018. Hunter is speaking to Haley Biden. You're right, Haley. And I find myself, because I've chosen to alienate all my friends and family and employees and you and the kids and my kids, etc., very alone in dealing with rebuilding an income that can support an enormous alimony and my kids' costs and myself, dealing with the aftermath of the abduction and likely assassination, that's what New York Times suspects, of my business partner, the richest man in the world, 
the arrest and conviction of my client, the chief of intelligence of the People's Republic of China by the U.S. government, the retaliation of the Chinese in the ouster and arrest of U.S. suspected CIA operatives inside China, my suspected involvement in brokering a deal with Vladimir Putin directly for the largest sale of oil gas assets inside Russia to China, a tax bill that Eric left hanging over my business, and... My dad's running for president. Hunter Biden sent this lining up all of the crimes that he's committed very recently. Uh, and this, my friends, is treasonous. OK, this is him admitting that he was working with Chinese spy agencies and the head, the chief of intelligence of the People's Republic of China, also responsible for the capture and murder of CIA operatives inside China. Now, I, one of the big takeaways from that for me is that not all people who work at the CIA are necessarily bad. Yes, there's a bunch of rotten apples there, and I think that they should be dismantled and taken out. But these CIA operatives working inside China, they must have been Chinese citizens that had been turned by the CIA, because if the CIA just put Americans in China and the Chinese picked them up and killed them, you know, uh, that would not be a good look. Now, this has got to be a heretofore unreported on instance of CIA operatives being killed in China, because I think you might remember. Let's go back. CIA operatives killed in China. I think it was back between 2010 and 2012. This was actually, uh, so this is August 16th that this is reported. Hold on, hold on. Let's see, maybe this is the thing. December 14th. Okay, so this story came out before then. So what I have to ask is this is the only widely reported incidence of the Chinese government killing CIA spies, capturing and killing CIA spies in mainland China. So I wonder... If Hunter Biden was responsible for the murder of all of these CIA agents, China crippled CIA operations, killed informants. This is from 2010 to 2012. At least a dozen CIA sources killed. Now, this is the only time I've heard about this. I reported on this back in 2018 when this came out. But Hunter Biden makes mention of it right here. So is Hunter Biden referring to that instance of CIA operatives being killed in China? Or is there another instance of CIA operatives being killed in China? I don't know. But I think Hunter Biden needs to answer that question. I think Hunter Biden needs to tell us what's going on here. Because this is big news as far as I'm concerned. And I don't think I need to tell you about all of the other Hunter Biden crimes. Because you guys are aware of them. Look at that. Now, how do we know that this is a real message? Well, we've got Haley Biden's phone number. And it came from Hunter Biden's own iPad, iPhone, iCloud account. This is big stuff here, okay? So my question is, what about... People in the United States government, Republicans, conservatives, 
When are they going to start asking questions about Hunter Biden, serious questions about Hunter Biden? Because that is upping the ante right there. That is something else entirely. And I believe I had something else pulled up in regards to that. There we go. Well, no, I'm sorry. This is in regards to a different scandal of the Biden administration and the Biden regime. Um, here we go. So this is uh, Representative Troy Nels on the floor of Congress. He questioned Joe Biden's mental health. Uh, he was questioning Pete Buttigieg, and he brought up the 25th Amendment, which, of course, is something we've been hoping was going to be used against Joe Biden, or certainly perhaps the Democrats were hoping was going to be used. President Trump suggested might be used against him. Our favorite Anon suggested might be used against not President Trump. But it's clear that Joe Biden and his mental faculties are are gone. Uh, Jim Kyle, Trump did this, Trump did that. Really, he made this country great again. Report on that mainstream media. Yes, exactly. And, and here's the thing, Jim, you know, I have no illusions. I have no pretense in my mind that the mainstream media is going to report on something as important as this. Okay, you know, only now that it's clear that Joe Biden's hair is on fire and he's running around screaming with his pants off. Only now is the mainstream media starting to comment on any of these things. I think they're going to continue to play cover for him right up until the moment that the 25th Amendment has to be used. That's that's just my opinion. Now, here's the here's the question, you know, what's worse? Kamala Harris pretending to be president or Joe Biden pretending to be president? I'd like to hear your thoughts right there. Yes. Jet over 17. It was my understanding that Hillary Clinton gave up those CIA operatives to China. But what I'm asking is, was Hunter Biden involved in that as well? Because from 2010 to 2012, Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States of America under Barack Obama. And we know that Hunter Biden was doing business dealings, flying around with Secret Service protection... Yes, deplorable Laura, I, I agree with you. Legally, Kamala Harris cannot be president. But when have laws ever stopped these sick bastards running this country publicly, publicly? Laws, laws really mean nothing to them. That's, that's really all I'm saying. Uh, yes, Joe Biden's leg hair is on fire. There we go, there we go. So yeah, so my question is, was Hunter Biden directly involved in what happened then. I mean, he was jet-setting around the world. He was setting up business deals. He was getting paid by so many different nations. I can't even quantify it right now. Thank you, Debbie Roush, for passing out that new link to my podcast. Also, you guys, uh, my website has been updated with some new links to where you can listen to my podcast. Um, let me just tell you real quick... If you are if you are somebody who listens to the audio only podcast, 
I think that Google, if you're if you use an Android phone, Google is blocking me from being able to update it to the new information. Um, my podcast itself is embedded on the website. You can go to redpill78news.com forward slash podcast and get to it. Uh, you can also go below that on the page and you can listen on Apple. You can listen on uh, TuneIn. You can listen on Deezer. You can listen on Podcast Addict. You can also listen on Player FM. All of these have apps that you can download to your phone to listen to the podcast. I would appreciate it. Fredo says, we all know the mainstream media wants to report this crap, would get tons of clicks. They are likely being held back by their handlers, in my opinion. I don't know, Fredo. I I, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I, I, I think that they don't want to cover it because they want to cover for Joe Biden. They want to cover for the deep state. If they are forced to report on it, that it implicates a lot of other people. It also shows that Donald Trump... And we, patriots out here in the alternative media, were right. And we've been right for years. I don't, th- they, think about how much they have done to destroy all of these business models over the years. It doesn't matter what are going to get clicks. What matters is that their messaging is approved by their handlers. So, uh, let's, as an example, okay, as an example, let me show you this. Um, you know, how many people here have canceled Netflix in the last couple of years? Give me a one in the chat if you've canceled your Netflix account. Okay. Um, Netflix has just posted their largest user loss in the company's history since they were founded 25 years ago. Netflix used to be, oops, Netflix used to be gold. Okay. I mean, you used to be able to watch interesting stuff there. Uh, you used to reliably be able to uh, hold their stock and make money. But you can't do that anymore. Now, why is that? It's because they went. Hey, what's up, Methods? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, it's because they went for the message. OK, the message being racism, sexism, trans rights. You know, they went for that stuff rather than going for quality content that people were going to watch. They assumed that they could push that garbage on people, and people would watch it. But instead, people canceled, because they were done with the message. Nobody wants the message. They were done with garbage. And um, instead, they have destroyed their own business. Now, The same thing has happened with the mainstream media. They had to push the message, the lie. They had to push their 4 a.m. talking points. Now, if they were talking uh, about the truth and they were telling us what was actually going on, if they were exposing the crimes of Hunter Biden, better believe people would be clicking all over it, of course. But what's more important, telling the truth or protecting the Biden criminal regime? I personally, I think that what's more important for them is to uh, protect the regime. So, let me see, you guys. Since since our friend Methods is here, let me show you something. While I've got your your, your captive audience right here. So, first of all, Methods is back on Truth Social at Methods. 
And he's also got his new show. I've told you guys about his new show before, but this is the first time I've actually got it pulled up like this. Uh, Freight Awakening. Remember that one gal from ABC that had the Epstein story? She was ticked off when they put the kibosh on it. I think these personalities want to publish it, but the brass suppresses it. Also, Netflix is AIDS. Netflix is AIDS. And, okay, I will meet you halfway here, Fredo. Certainly, there are personalities at these news organizations that understand that what's happening is killing their business. Uh, there was a, a reporter from MSNBC who, I, I can't remember, I think, I think she did an interview with The Hill. And she said, you know, maybe we're not doing this right because nobody trusts us. 11% of America trust the mainstream media. And certainly that woman that was upset about the Jeffrey Epstein story, she wanted to tell the truth. I think there are definitely reporters that want to tell the truth. And yes, the brass suppresses it. But there's also a culture, that woke message culture, that's all pervasive and prevalent at, uh, at these organizations. It's not just brass. You have plenty of woke morons that are running these papers uh, and that are producing stories. Certainly, there are people who want to do the right thing. But de facto, they are cowards. They are choosing not to do the right thing because they want to keep their job. If there were enough people to put pressure on the brass, then I think they would. Uh, Buck Passer says the establishment can turn around now or they all go down. They have to keep going right off the cliff. Yes, they do have to keep going right off the cliff. All right, so... You guys can get to Method's new website, mtomadness.com. I showed you the um, blog itself and where to sign up uh, in a past episode, but now Method's is actually producing new content. So when you get here, you put your uh, mail, uh, your email into the uh, form right there, um, and you must be lost, apparently. That is his uh, other podcast with um, I Find It. But it says that it's temporary, temporarily closed. Uh, but if you go to home, it's a very great website. I think that uh, who was it? Methods who 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 produced this website for you? Was it, it was uh, it was Laura, wasn't it? So if you go to click on watch, uh, then he's got a couple of episodes that he's produced. Now this is a new format for Methods. He has been learning how to hone his editing skills. Uh, it, th- these are great. Okay, you also have blog posts. That go along with these. And I just highly recommend that everybody check it out. Um, Looks like maybe it's hung up right now. But tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and drop this right there. Drop this right there. Drop this right here. And drop this over here. Oh, here it goes. Okay, so you got him on Rumble, BitChute. Uh, He's got his Liberty Links. Uh, and this is episode one and episode two, and it looked like there was an episode three out there too, but I don't see it here, but I think he's hosting on conspire.tv, conspire.tv, and then these are his backups right here, uh, but definitely check it out, just want to tell him I love him, uh, glad that things are going well, glad to see that he's back in the saddle, uh, oh yeah, here it is, episode three is coming soon, so yeah, check him out, check him out, and maybe in a little bit, when he's ready, we'll get him back here on the channel, and uh, he and I will do a live stream again. And uh, it's been a very, very long time since I've had Methods on the show, and uh, I hope to get him back here soon. All right, so right now, Netflix realizes that they are killing their business, 
and they realize that unless they produce content people want to watch, nobody's going to subscribe. The same thing is happening with Disney Plus. The same thing is happening with the mainstream media. They're all realizing that they've backed themselves into a corner. What I'm going to suggest to everyone is that no matter what, you do not go back to them. Don't go back to them, okay? I think they deserve to fold up shop. They've had an, an, an irreparable amount of harm on the minds of Americans and American youth, and the things they have done, the content they have produced, has really, really damaged a lot of people, especially the children. Let me show you next. Where is it right here? Oh, yes. I wanted to show you guys some good news, okay? I told you about this last week. The bodega worker uh, who had been charged with murder for defending himself and his business. Uh, He was attacked by a man and his girlfriend. Uh, There was a knife involved. The bodega worker was actually stabbed, and he was protecting himself with a knife. Yes, and Obama is part of Netflix as well. Uh, Their stock is up today, Jim, probably because they made this announcement that they know they're screwing up. Uh, Also, maybe because they posted fewer losses than they thought they were going to post. I think that they expected to lose 2 million subscribers. They only lost a million, which is, yeah, it shows that uh, that they're doing this the wrong way. So 51-year-old Jose Alba had been charged with murder for protecting himself when he was getting stabbed by this crazy couple right here. Uh, He went to Rikers Island. He had to get out on like $50,000 bail. Uh, The DA in Manhattan is a woke moron, Alvin Bragg. He he was was trying to send a message, okay? Um, Jose, I believe, is a Cuban immigrant or Cuban-American at the very least. And the man who was killed... Uh, is is black. Okay, so they made it all about race as if it was some type of racist attack. But this dude came behind the counter. All right. You step inside my house and you're probably not going to leave. I think that he did the right thing. He did the absolutely right thing. Okay, and um, okay. I have a very exciting announcement I'm going to be uh, sharing with you guys here in just a moment, and it's in regards to my guest this weekend. But now as a result of Alvin Bragg's poor decision making, uh, remember, New York City is where usually you can set a building on fire, you know, go leave your fingerprints and then uh, you're, you're out before the night. Uh, you can also kill people, generally speaking, and they put you right back out on the street. New York is unsafe. The DA doesn't know how to run it. They are charging the wrong people for the wrong crimes, and they are choosing to defund their police and not supporting the people of that city. And as a result, the people are pissed. This is the same scenario I was just talking about with the mainstream media and with streaming services like Netflix. They went for the message. They did it the wrong way. The people are revolting. We are seeing this in other countries around the world, too. The people are are revolting. But thank God, Jose is no longer charged with murder. I've never actually watched this video on the show. Let's check this out. Look, there he is, behind the counter. Does he have a weapon? Shoves him down. His girlfriend's there on the other side. Look at him, getting in his face. Abusing him. This man deserved whatever he got. Look at that. Screaming, screaming. 
Gonna rob him. Can you believe this guy? Look at him, grabbing him. There he goes. Oh, got him, got him, got him. That's it. That's all she wrote. F around and find out. This man was 100% justified. And thank God he is no longer charged with murder. Yes, he should sue the DA. Absolutely. Charges were dropped. Yes. The bodega worker is no longer charged with murder. He is a free man. It was a justified stabbing. It's all good. We're, we're doing well. All right. So back to uh, the Congressman Troy Nels uh, exposing Joe Biden. So Pete Buttigieg was there testifying and uh, Nels began questioning Buttigieg um, about his questions of Donald Trump's mental fitness. So he said, it's only right that I ask you about Joe Biden's mental fitness He shakes hands with ghosts and imaginary people. He falls off bicycles. (laughs) At the White House Easter celebration, the bunny had to guide him back to his safe space. Cue cards that say sit here or end of speech. (laughs) If he stays awake. Look at there. There he is. Joe Biden falling asleep. He said, so my question for you, sir. Have you spoken with any other cabinet members about implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden? Uh, I think that's an excellent question. I I would have to believe that uh, dude had on a $300 t-shirt and was stealing chips. His thug girlfriend is still roaming around. Well, you know, she was on the other side of the counter. Uh, But she deserves to get charged, too. I think they both deserve to get charged. Okay. So I, do you guys think that they're talking about the 25th Amendment? I mean, I personally believe that they are. It just doesn't seem logical to me that Joe Biden would be so obviously out of it and they're not discussing it. All right. So let's talk about the January 6th show trial of Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon spoke in front of the court yesterday. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen. And the lead up to it. I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's going to charge somebody with a crime, he's going to be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Schiff or Fang Fang Swalwell or send Liz Cheney, send somebody in the committee that has the guts to come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing and they won't bring in any testimony. Any testimony about FBI involvement, any testimony about DHS involvement, any testimony about any other involvement, and what's driving this. The total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. Trump won. Joe Biden illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today, and they believe that not from hearing from mainstream media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show any of it. That information has been suppressed from day one, but almost 50% of the American people believe it. You can't govern this country if you're not looking as legitimate. This is why no head of state in the world treats him with any respect. This is why the Chinese Communist Party treats him with no respect. This is why the Saudis embarrass him and humiliate him while he's over with the fist bump. You don't do that to a legitimate president of the United States. We have a constitutional crisis in this nation right now, and they're charging me with a crime. Have 
the guts and the courage, the guts and the courage to show up here and say exactly why it's a crime. Benny Thompson is a total, absolute disgrace, and this show trial they're running is a disgrace. And I will promise you one thing. When the Republicans have a sweeping victory on November 8th, starting in January, you're going to get a real, you're going to get a real committee. You're going to get a real committee with a ranking member who will be a Democrat. You will have a minority council that will be a Democrat. And this will be run appropriately, and the American people will get the full story. i got to tell you, I'm totally so ashamed of the Congress today for, not, for sending staffers over here to try to sell their case. They should be here, the senior people on the committee. Preach, Reverend. Steve Bannon bringing it. Absolutely. He's totally right. Republicans are going to sweep it in November. The Democrats are going to be the minority, and we're going to get a real investigation. All of this is not going to be for naught, guys. Everything that we've had to put up with for the last two years is going to be reversed when Republicans take control of not only both houses of Congress, but they're also going to be taking control all across America. Case in point, Doug Mastriano, Colonel Doug Mastriano. He is going to take over as governor of Pennsylvania. Hold on just a second. Hello? Hi, Renee. Yep. Uh, Listen, I'm on the air right now. Are you guys coming over? Okay. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. The air conditioning still doesn't work. They were supposed to come here. And they were supposed to fix it today. Um, They rigged it yesterday somehow where it was blowing cold air, but it stopped. It's no longer doing that. So another 24 hours and we're going to have air conditioning here. So Doug Mastriano, the dark horse in this race. People didn't believe in him. He was one of the only people in Pennsylvania who wanted to talk about the theft of the 2020 election. And now once he's governor of Pennsylvania, perhaps something is going to be done. Not only that. We also have a win in Maryland. The primary was yesterday. President Trump's, excuse me, President Trump's pick for Maryland governor, Dan Cox. They call him a far right state legislator. I'll take him as far right as you're going to give him. (laughs) Fredo says Bannon is my spirit animal. At this point, I am ready to go as far to the right as they will allow it. And the thing about it is they have made their own bed and they're going to lie in it. They tried to push us as far to the left as America would allow it. They stole the election. They implemented radical left-wing Antifa-style policy all over the country. They destroyed America. And as a result, the pendulum is swinging. And just as Steve Bannon said, there will be a tremendous wave of Republican support come November. Yes, they will try to steal the election. There is no two ways about it. In Maricopa County, the chair has refused to appoint signature challengers on early ballots. Why would they do that? We know that the early ballots are a massive, massive method for people to commit fraud. So why wouldn't they want to verify the legitimacy of those ballots? 
we already know from the 2020 election and the audits that took place that there were big problems with signatures. So many people sending in duplicate ballots. So many people faking ballots for people who don't even live there anymore. This is a big problem. We must have signature verifi- excuse me, signature verifiers in Arizona. We have got to take steps to ensure that early ballot challengers are allowed to observe the signatures on those unopened ballots because once that ballot is opened up and the envelope is separated from the ballot itself, it's game over. If they don't want to allow people to verify the legitimacy of those ballots, there's only one reason why they're going to do it. It's because they're going to cheat. Now, why do they want to cheat? Well, because people like Harry Lake, people like Doug Mastriano, people like Dan Cox, they're going to sweep these races come November. Harry Lake, I love Harry Lake. I would absolutely love the opportunity to interview her. I truly believe she is a MAGA champion. She is an America first patriot. And the people of Arizona are fed up. The only chance we have, if they won't allow people to verify these ballots or these signatures, is that it's going to be impossible for them to cheat because so many people are going to come out and vote for them. It has been a month, Zach. Who says it's been a month? Are you talking about my AC? (sighs) Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a minute since I've had air conditioning here. It's only been, it's been over a week at this point. All right, so what are we doing then to ensure that people aren't cheating? Well, in Washington state, and I recommend that if you live in a state with drop boxes, you and your friends get together and organize something like what they're doing there. GOP activists in the state of Washington are putting together Dropbox surveillance teams. Maybe you can speak with a business owner that's across the street from a ballot Dropbox. Or maybe if you and your friends can set up shifts to stand there and film anybody who's dropping off ballots at any of these places. Get pictures of them. Get pictures of their license plates. Get pictures of how many ballots are in their hands. And then you can come together, you can put that information together, and you can create your own report. Maybe you can call True the Vote. You can call the people at True the Vote and set up an investigation with them. But the thing about it is, and I've been pressing this for so long, we've got to be the ones who are engaging in activism. We need to be the ones who are taking responsibility for our own future. Hey, uh, I've I've got a uh, a window unit in the bedroom, and I've got a window unit on the I've got two window units, one on one side of the house, one on the other side of the house, and I have these two shop fans that are blowing air and circulating it through the house, but it doesn't it only works so much. Uh, let me see. Luke Slytalker says, "Have you seen the vulnerability I found in Washington or Oregon election system?" can vote as anyone with only their name and date of birth. Yes, I remember you showing me that. And Luke, I'm wondering if I can put you in touch with um, my friends who are in Washington. 
Luke, send me an email and send me your phone number, okay? Because I've got some people in Washington I know I can put you in touch with. Oregon, not so much. But I think that this is uh, an excellent way that we can turn these people off from voting fraudulently. If they know that they're going to be photographed, videotaped, and we're going to, you know, make note of their license plates and all of that. Keep true says, I will forgive you turning some lights down. And I, I, these two lights are LED lights, so they don't produce a lot of heat, but they do produce some heat. And, you know, I'll tell you what, the reason I have them on, I've kept them on, is because if I don't have them on, then somebody's going to send me an email. Multiple people are going to send me emails saying that I got shadows on my face. Oh, man, it's it's uh, everything is give and take, guys. I have to I have to balance it out. And uh, this is one of those things I just, you know, I, I got to go ahead and, and deal with it. I have some things I have to do after this um, in regards to the show that are happening off air. So I'm going to take care of that. And then hopefully later on today, I'm going to be back with a regular episode of Red Pill News. Like you guys have known for just about the last month, my schedule has precluded me from making two episodes a day like I normally would. Uh, And certainly the issues with uh, the air conditioning got issues with my house back in Michigan Please continue to pray for me on that because I need to get that sold and uh, and and take care of that situation. Um, but if you live in Washington, you're going to be one of these people that are setting up surveillance on drop boxes. Please let me know about it. OK, you know, um, I'm also uh, I'm also hoping that, uh, again, the 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 really strong. The strong part about November is that. We have more voters than they do. I think even with their dead voters, Washington State Tea Room. Thank you. Thank you, Brianna. That's who I was uh, mentioning. Uh, Yeah. So Oregon has the most corrupt voting system in the nation, setting the standard in election fraud since 1998. That's absolutely the case. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Let me see. There was one or two more things that I wanted to talk about, but uh, oh, 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 oh. The Elon Musk trial with Twitter is moving forward in Delaware. They have fast-tracked it. The judge has fast-tracked it. Now, the Gateway Pundit kind of makes it seem as if this is a bad thing for Elon Musk. But what was Elon doing? He was trying to get Twitter to admit to how many bots they had. They refused. He broke the deal. So now they have to go to court because Twitter is suing him. And once they go to court, they're going to have to through the process of discovery, admit how many bots they have. Elon's going to get the information either way. And either he's going to buy Twitter for a significantly reduced cost, or they're going to show somehow that their bot count is less than Elon thinks. Um, But I think that Elon is going to end up owning Twitter, and he's not going to pay $44 billion for it. Uh, And when Twitter has to go to court and show that their bot count is far higher uh, than the 5% uh, that they are suggesting, it's going to essentially destroy them as a company. So uh, I think that uh, I think that this is going to be good either way. I don't think it's a bad thing for Elon Musk. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, gosh. Uh, You know, we, we talked about Sri Lanka. We talked about. The Netherlands, you know, people are are fed up here in America. Apparently, Taliban forces armed with American weapons are on the verge of overthrowing 
the Pakistani government, or maybe they have taken out the Pakistani government uh, with that $85 billion worth of artillery and weapons and vehicles. You know, we've gone over this list many times. Um, So Pakistan is facing economic instability because of the same stuff that's happening everywhere. Um, So it looks like Pakistan is about to become the next Sri Lanka. Now, the thing that's scary about Pakistan, guys, is that they have nukes. If the Taliban take over Pakistan, then the Pakistan, then Taliban is now going to be a nuclear power. Can you imagine the the Taliban, like, sitting at the table with, like, the United States and China? Like, good God, this is going to be a very, very sticky situation. Uh, so, again, just the kind of thing you have to keep your eye on. Okay, we're going to go ahead and go through the thank yous. Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with me today. Uh, let's see, beginning with Luann V. Luann gifted the can, thank you. Laura Nan, much love, brother. Thank you very much, Laura. Uh, A. Allen Godwins, the three candidates in the UK are WEF, as was Boris. I am not surprised, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know that there is anybody to choose from out of that pool that isn't WEF. Uh, Tamar Growl, thank you very much. Coco Nat 17 appreciate the shades. Tam, again, with the cookie. Kitty Woo with the cookie. Insight Gino, thanks for that can. AP9889 says, thank you for all you do, Red Pill 78 Luan V says, amen, brother. Zach, thank you very much. Joshua Bain, preach it, brother. Mr. Spock with a cookie. Casey dropping a can. Empress with a cookie and another cookie. And Elizabeth says, HRC also played a part in the CIA massacre in China regarding special access programs. That's right. Hillary Clinton with her bathroom server and her secret knowledge uh, that was supposed to be for her eyes only. Got those people in, in China killed. TAC-264, I don't know if we really want Kamala as president. That would also make her 47. It would. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes, you can find man. You can find methods at m2madness.com. Check them out. Thank you very much. Uh, Pam D, thank you for the cookie. Rise the Tire says, much love to you and methods. My guys, you helped me get Rise off the ground in incalculable ways. Also, it's worth mentioning, I've spoken about this before, but Rise Attire now has Rise International. If you are a content creator and you have been deleted from, say, Teespring or, you know, any other uh, place where you can print your own merchandise, you can now print your own merchandise with the same quality manufacturing standards made in the USA, the same quality material as my friends at Rise Attire. So check out Rise International and you can start making your own merchandise. Um, Warrior Mima says, God bless you, Zach. I hope it got your AC fixed. I did not. I'm in Florida too and my AC sprang a leak this AM. Oh God, I'll be praying for you. It's not fun. Uh, Average Joe Patriot, cheers RP and Foxhole fam. Boomerang incoming. Nikki the Greep, Nikki the Greek with a can and then Empress with another cookie. Thank you very, very much. I think I actually had a thank you or two to drop from Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Leanne 63. Thank you. She says, thank you for all you do. Oceanified. That was from the other day. I think that uh, perhaps uh, this is not up to date. Hold on just a second because I saw some stuff come into my email. Thank you to Gaffer, too. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, for some reason I am unable to pull up, but, oh, they, 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 they signed me out. They signed me out. Hold on. Passwords. Come on. Come on. 
continue. Okay. So Jay Sue said, always a great job. Thanks. And then Lou Ann V said, thanks for all the great content, Patriots. Uh, Lubbock 3108 said, stumbled on your channel after listening to Space Shot 76 on YouTube. Been listening regularly ever since then. Enjoy your show and thanks for the unbiased news. Uh, and then also 2F and Fred McIntyre. Wow, thank you everybody for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, and then Nakaz 808 dropped some shades. Glorious Patriot said, love you, Zach. Love you two methods. Uh, and that is all. Okay. One more ch- one more check here just to make sure. Um over oh, here we go. Uh Trav Travis Travis said uh you can send half to Mark Kavanagh. Yes. You guys, if you haven't, thank you very much, Travis. I appreciate that. Um if you guys didn't get a chance to watch my interview with AOC Mark Kavanagh yesterday, please go do so. He needs the support of this community. Uh, also, I believe that Sean Anon is going to be getting in touch with him. Uh, Mark, if you're watching, uh, just send me a text message. I told Sean that your phone number was in the description of the video. Um, the AC people are calling again. I'm going to pass out the gold pills. I love you. We'll see you tonight.